Hello and welcome back to New Recording. I'm your host, Pola, coming at you with another episode. This one featuring a good friend of mine, Indigo Asim, who is an artist and a writer, and I'm not exaggerating the funniest person that you will ever have the joy of meeting. I do hope you get to meet her one day. Um, you should be so lucky. <laughs> we we recorded this a while back, but uh, I laughed my ass off nonetheless. Then and now, uh, listening back. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks for the love, as always, tuning in. And thanks to Scope of Work for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, well, Indigo, thank you for being on the show. I have started recording. What's oh, my God. Up? Um, I would love for you to introduce yourself um, and just, like, describe yourself in any way, any way you want to identify yourself. My name is Indigo. I'm an Aries. I'm an artist and writer and comedian, unfortunately. I love it. Oh, my God, that's that's beautiful. I, I love when people are, like, readily available to claim the title of artist because i've had a lot of people on here that i'm like yeah in fact i think every single person i've had on here has been creative in some way but few are like yes artist <laughs> so i'm really i'm really glad that you do that because you are thank you thank you. i'm trying to become more comfortable introducing myself and not being lame about it yeah how are you feeling today you know we had a both had a bit of a journey getting <laughs> to this studio we literally both did we both almost died on the g train mm-hmm. like many um, New Yorkers. Like many who have c- come before us. Yeah, I think we were both on there in different cars for like about 30 minutes. This studio, unfortunately, there are many things I love about it. Like I was telling Jose, the manager, but um, it is, like I warned you, always really annoying to get to. Oh, definitely a bit of a journey. And this is literally the exact part of Gowanus that I've been to. So I was like, oh. Oh, thank wow. God. Yes. Oh, my God. Every time we pass Halliers, I've been like, I've been there for a comedy <laughs> show. Wait, is that the same one that you same performed one. in? Yeah. Wait, that was the one hosted by, I don't remember. Wanda. Wanda. That was the first comedy show that I was ever booked on. Yes, there were like five people there, but it was still good. It was <laughs> oh a good experience. God, That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I saw Pat Regan tweet about how if you want to do comedy in Brooklyn, you have to get comfortable going to Gowanus. And I was like, oh, yeah, is that where the scene is? Is oh it my Halliards? God. Are there other places that you have been to around here or performed or seen comedy at? I feel like he's talking about the Bell House, which is like a fancy place. Is a Littlefield also around here? Yeah. They're all like, I would say, so like some of the more professional venues are around here, which is heinous. <laughs> it's so far, I'm like, is it just you guys need that kind face or what's going on i don't know they like want us to be in this area so bad and like this is also i mean now i'm understanding more the full layout of brooklyn that i'm like this is actually very close to the prospect park area so i'm like this is not very close but close like yeah. it's like i could walk to this bar that i went to the other night which what is bar? technically prospect park um it is called good judy and it is a gay bar Ooh, okay i really like that name and it's by prospect park it's by prospect park like technically that's a neighborhood so, yeah, and we're close to it. They were like, do you want to go there? I was like, wait, where, where am I? <laughs> Just in Gowanus, a lot of studio spaces, oh, comedy studio. spaces. I love all that. Um, so we haven't really discussed much about what we're going to talk about today. No, you, I know. I'm interested to hear from you 
your understanding of what this the premise of this podcast is because we haven't really talked about it that much i kind of just like sent you an email and then you didn't respond let the record show (laughs) and then i cornered you about it weeks later and you're like fine i'll do it (laughs) not true i just read it like oh this is really cool i'm excited to like see what the outcome is i didn't really understand that i actually supposed to say something about it (laughs) it was an invitation to participate so what what is your understanding of what we're here to do today I think that it's my understanding that you're like very interested in like voice note culture (laughs) and an expansion of it. It doesn't have to just be about voice notes, but you know how people use them, what they represent. Some people do diary entries, you know, et cetera. You know, I love it. Okay, that's a perfect way to describe it. And in going through some of my archives, and I have mul- multiple phones with voice memos. I've been at this for a while. You know what I actually found? I don't have it today. That would have been fun to listen to. <laughs> but I found an, uh, an interview of you that I did for my capstone in college. Whoa. we met each other in college. Do you remember that? I vaguely remember you doing this, but what was it about? It was about oh. Finstas. Oh, yes, I do remember that. And you had a lot to say. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but in in, an amaz- <laughs> in a way that really helped me, like, develop my project. God, I wish we could listen to it. But, D. You know, it was, um, I don't know, I feel like you, you were one of the first people who I talked to who pointed out, like, I think most people just talked about, like, yeah, like, I post more aspects or, like, whatever. You were actually someone who pointed out how people use it to confront people in like a really weird passive aggressive way yes um which is okay you know what i found out recently i've been misunderstanding what a subtweet is oh so i thought and maybe this is debatable and and i i'd like to hear from you what you think a subtweet or sub post referencing finsta um i thought a sub post was anytime you tweet about something that it references something that you have real life experience with. Like, oh, da-da-da, you know how when this person does something. And it's it's based off a of real life experience in some way. And I got into an argument with someone who are who was saying that, no, a sub post is a post that you make w- with the intention of knowing that person is going to see it, it as, as a means to confront them, not just something that's like uh, referencing something that is based on a real life experience. What's your take? I think I agree with the person that like it is you were doing it. People won't admit to it because I feel like most people who subtweet do not actually want you to say this is about this experience or person. They just want it to be like happenstance like, oh, you saw that? Nice, you bitch. And you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is a sub post really like the thing that's meant to be like this is the means to confrontation or is that just like the outlet, you know, be like, I don't want to confront this person, so I'm going to sub sub instead. I think it's a little bit in between. I think it's a stoking of the fire of like, mm. you know, I'm not, It's you're right, it's not direct tagging. Hey, bitch, fucking look at this. It's more like, sorry. Like, you know, it's a little more, it's way more passive, but just as annoying, I oh think. Oh, my God. Wait, so are you, do you partake? I don't, not well, not well, because I do prefer to be more you'll direct. You'll add them, yeah. And I do think. And you'll I, add them on behalf of others. <laughs> I've seen it, I've witnessed Contribute it. to the conversation. I think that makes it more fun. Um, Not as heinous, I think, to admit to. But I think it's like, let's actually do something about it. Because then I think 
if I don't know if I subtweet really well, I think if I actually am subtweeting something, I'm annoyed because I want to know how you're acting. I want to see you get mad or <laughs> whatever. I'd be like, damn, you're an idiot. Like, I want to be more in, uh, keyed into the person's reaction. And a subtweet doesn't really allow you to see that. Yeah, that's true. So what lives on the Finsta these days, if not sub posts? I mean, I, in the time that you interviewed me, I had a Finsta that I deleted, that I wish I didn't. What was I de- the username? <laughs> I'm like, nobody seal this because it's such a good username. Indigo is famous for having good usernames. <laughs> Follow her at Thick and Out of Control. Come on. Um, my old username was Fat Girls Are Gateway Drug. Oh my God, I remember. With the Z. With the Z. And I do love that username. And I honestly wish I had that account just so I could look at what I posted. Yeah. I don't really remember. So I'm like. What made you uh, delete it? I think I was just like a fit of rage, sadness. I was like, this will help me like seal this up if I delete it. Yeah. Not true vibes, but <laughs> I did try to do that. Um, my current Finsta is very, like, kind of dead. Like, I still post on it, but I feel like people will, and a few people, and I, I actually did infamously, like, remove everyone from it at one point, because I was like... That's a classic move. It's a classic move, and it was a similar, like, keep it, but I was like, I'm not going to delete this time, so that I can see it when I want to. Yes, but then it seems I, like a good in-between, like, I don't have to delete this, but no one can see it, so it's for real, just for me. Exactly, but then I started to engage again. Like, okay, I guess people can follow, but now it's like a little bit weird because like some people follow, some people don't, and they're like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "I just removed everyone." And then <laughs> back. So it's like a weird space. You have to really fight for it. You have to really show that you want. You have to hit, try and hit refollow. Hit refollow. You try so many people that are complete strangers do that. Not complete strangers, but tangential strangers in my life. I'm like, wait, no. No, Finster really used to be that space. It did, but now I. I, I, I still have a Finsta, but I also use it minimally. And I'm trying to tap in more to the voice memos instead. Yes. So why don't you talk about how you have used voice memos uh, historically, if at all? Um, I love voice memos because I think it's important to hear tone. Yes. We, uh, we kind of voice note back and forth a lot as well. And I'm so glad you're into it. <laughs> I'm just like, yes communication exactly i like it and i'm like i like to feel more i understand obviously we can't talk all day on the phone or whatever when you're having this conversations with someone it's as someone like, who has self-proclaimed hate texting i Wait, do can hate i texting. just say indigo had a show last night which we should also talk about and like one of her jokes in the middle of her set was like about um dating someone and I don't know, you say the joke in together. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just about like the, she was. She was just like yeah, and they're like into texting, and I'm like super not into that. I, I realized like, I sounded crazy when I said that. No, everyone loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, texting's not my vibe, but it's true. I think if I know you, I'm more willing to text you. But with someone who is basically a stranger, I feel stuck for some reason. I'm like sickened by right. the idea of texting. Like, so how's your day? It's like, <laughs> exactly, because you also have a very unique style of texting. So it's kind of like, what if someone doesn't understand what I'm saying or, like, my style or, like, whatever? This this does scare me that I'm, like, people are not going to get my tone. And that's why I love voice memos. But then still, in order for me to send someone a voice memo, I feel like we have to cross a certain boundary where I feel more yeah. comfortable. Right. And because there can be, like, a call-up point, especially if someone that you don't know. Like, one time I was – I can't say dating. One time I was, like, went on a date with someone. Yes. We were voice noting back and forth. And I have my settings so that it um, saves automatically all the voice notes. Oh, nice. And so he sent me something, and it saved automatically. He's like, okay, I'm going to need you to delete that. Like, you're a psychopath for saving that. Oh, my God. Okay, it's automatic. But 
You're a psychopath for sending it. What's up? I know. What's wrong? You're so scared to hear what you said. Yeah, exactly. So you definitely use it to like in text communicate. But what about like in your actual memos app? Like, do you record in there as well? I do record in there. I record my set practice a lot in there. Damn, do you play like a laughter track? I'm like, okay, <laughs> who liked that? Come on. No, I just do it for timing and also just to hear myself stumble a little bit through my words. Um, I also use it. I was really more into audio in college. I kind of like circled yeah. back a little bit. But Wait, can you talk about some of like the audio projects you've done? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I was really into just like, I had took a really cool audio class my last semester. I remember something that I still think about all the time. Mm. That was just kind of like a jumping board. But um, I there I spent a lot of time in the studios that we had and little booths. I remember. Exactly, kind of playing around, kind of doing some fake audio editing premiere because I was so afraid of Adobe Audition. Mm-hmm. But I eventually came back around. I just think that it's like a really cool genre form I like podcasts a lot. I you like your podcast. <laughs> Wait, so what about audio? Like specifically, do you think that like draws you to it? Because you're also, I would say, like a very visual artist. So I'm interested. Like, what about audio? I don't know. Something about it just gets me. I like. I really think I really appreciate and admire people who can build really good audio stories. Whether that's through like podcasting or just I don't know on on its own. I just like listening i like hearing people talk and i like hearing people yeah just try to recreate moments from real life but just oh yeah and i've also noticed too like a lot of even like the visual projects of yours that i've seen and watched millions of times also have like a narration component to them yes i i do like narration a lot and fortunately using my own voice but i think (laughs) i know i think it's like an important aspect of stories and i'm just like kind of obsessed with that type of like yeah I I think it is about tone and just like trying to be in control of it or trying to get like timing right and I also think that relates to comedy and stuff so I just like I don't know it just intrigues me oh my god yeah I actually haven't had a comic on the show before Uh so (laughs) I know tell us some jokes oh my god um but yeah, I never thought about that. I've always like I was like, okay, obviously like musicians will like have their rough drafts in there, but like I never, th- you know what? Evan keeps slacking me about this because we have this group um, at the guild called it's, it's like a practice group where everyone's like, okay, I have this project that I'm working on. Like we're all gonna meet for th- it's like an accountability group basically. Yes. And so every time I'm like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> working on this podcast, blah blah blah. He slacks me the same thing, and actually it's um a audio clip from Les Culturistas. Do you listen to this? Yes. And it's of Kate Berlant, who you put me on to. This is an episode where Kate Berlant talks about how she uses voice memos as a way to perform when she's doing something scary. So if she gets, like, nervous talking to, like, a waitress or something or ordering, she'll, oh like, God. practice talking into her voice memos. Um, I thought that was so interesting and funny. That is so funny. I feel like people do do that, like, in the mirror and stuff. So I feel like I do it more in my head, but maybe that's not as tactile as I wanted to. Maybe I should be like record myself doing my little. So when you when you combos. record like a like a practice of one of your sets, do you be like okay, I want to like say it in this way in this to- like is your goal to like okay, I really liked the way this sounded. My goal is to, like emulate this cadence, tone, whatever when I'm actually performing it. Yes, I th- I think I am someone sometimes who like overwrites. 
um her jokes and I think Wait, like what does that mean? Like write down every single possible thing I could say when I'm practicing mm-hmm. and that then like it doesn't flow naturally if you don't memorize it exactly. So I think it is a little bit about Come getting the sweet spot of like knowing what you're gonna say, leaving room if you do want to like add something or think of something in the moment, and also reading how the audience is reacting. Yeah, I think that's all, in my opinion, ways to really make the sets good. And I don't, I don't, I, I haven't mastered that at all. But I think voice memos help me because I just feel like I can be such a clunky talker, and sometimes I get on stage and like speed through whatever i'm trying to say that it's like okay oh my god wait i love pulling back the curtain in this way because it seems like so natural and i feel like with all like really talented comics it's just like it doesn't seem rehearsed at all so it's so interesting to hear that it's all it's all an act no just kidding i mean it is yeah i mean no (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) did you bring something to share with the class today um I, like, have a lot of voice notes, but I was like, what is a voice note that you're talking about? Because that's probably better than anything I can bring to Okay, you. okay, I'll put one in the mix. I doubt that, first of all, especially based on how our conversation is going, <laughs> because I think it, you sharing would be, like, really unique. Okay, it, it's it's kind of funny, but something that I was thinking about, and I'll just play it for you. I have this voice memo of um and I thought this would be perfect to talk about with you because I feel like you have a lot of crazy roommate stories (laughs) it's this voicemail and this sounds kind of nuts but I was in the bath and I was recording a voice uh memo to send to someone I was just like yeah my day blah 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 I'm like doing this and um as I'm recording my old roommate parade I'll just say her name (laughs) um walks in on me in the bath no. <laughs> and I have the recording of it. And it's honestly not bad, but it's just really funny for me to listen to. And I thought, given that you have a lot of insane roommate stories and that you just uh, put on a show with your roommate last night True. and had a bit about, um, what was it about? Our sexual tension as roommates. Your sexual tension as roommates, me, my roommate walking in on me in the bath. I don't know. It just all sort of felt aligned. No, this is a trampoline for us to bounce off of. Okay, but you're going to have to come back on the show and play another voice memo of yours for us sometime. Oh, my God. I definitely will. I'm not going to force. You know, I don't want to force <laughs> anything. But, okay, let's listen to it now. Here, where's my phone? Think of emojis <laughs> as responses in the same way. Oh, oh hi. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, do you mind if I grab my toothbrush? Oh, no. Here, I'll just, um, like, drop the curtain down. One second. Oh, sorry. Hey. Yeah, I'm just going to drop the curtain down. It looks like a nice vibe in there. Yeah, I'm definitely vibing. For sure. No, that's okay. Um, oh, God. Okay. Come in. How nice in here. Yeah. Bath time. I love it. I support it. I'm here for it. I'm grabbing my shit. Okay, I'm going. Good night. Enjoy your bath. Good night. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the fact that she knew I was in there and she 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 was like lingering. She was like, no, actually, okay, I get it. You need to get your toothbrush or whatever. But I don't know if you can like fully hear in the interaction that I was like, she knocked, she tried to 
She saw me naked she in the bath, just came in. and then she went out, and I was like, "Uh," she was like, "Can I get myself?" Like, yeah, let me drop the curtain down because I was like, "Okay, that's like the simplest solution here." And before I did it, she like tried to come in again. And I was like, she was drunk also because mm. they were doing karaoke, but that is, I don't know, I feel like that really perfectly describes the relationship I had with with that roommate. <laughs> Just always feeling intruded on. No, just kidding. Shout out to you, Parade. I doubt she's listening. To <laughs> um, did that ever happen to you? Because you also have had to share bathrooms with roommates. I've had to share about quite a few bathrooms with roommates. I think that's never happened to me. I'm just like, did you ever have a moment where you're like, sorry, I need to come in and pee. I know that you're showering, but like, I'm going to piss my pants. And we can just bond in this way. Well, with only a shower curtain between. No, I I mean, I have some good friends whose household, I know multiple people who has like an open door if they're in the shower, if someone needs to pee or whatever. And I don't do that. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like showers are shit sacred to me. So I'm always right. like. You're more like lock the door type. I am lock the door type. But then there was one time, I, I do mostly take showers that are long by accident. So one time she was like, I almost peed my pants. Because <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, you can come in. If you knock, like, I don't care. And the shower curtain is down, like, you can't come in. But, like, I've been, I, one time I took a shower at my friend's house, and because they have an opener policy, my friend was like, can I come in? And I said yes, but then the door was locked. <laughs> oh, there was a miscommunication, and they just walked away. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I flopped. <laughs> Damn, no one's allowed. I mean, I wish I had, I think the door was, like, the lock on that door was broken anyway. But mm. the thing that was most annoying about the situation is that, she was always one to take baths. Like, at the most weird, random, random time, she was, like, in there, always taking a bath. And so I'm, like, the one time... Let, okay, listen. I'm not I'm not unreasonable. She just got her toothbrush and go, but I'm just, like, this felt like an invasion, <coughs> and I hate sharing a bathroom. No, that is crazy, and it's crazy how she was, like, this is awesome in here. I'll be like, girl, <laughs> if you don't get the fuck out of the exactly. bathroom. <laughs> she was, like, stop to linger. Because, like, you know, my, my little bath, I had some candles set up. Nice. I was, like... I was, like, ready to go. I was, like, I was in there. I was in there for a while, but everyone else was gone. And it was also funny how in the beginning I, <laughs> I commented because I heard her come up and was, like, yeah, I'm going to do my skin here. I was, like, ha-ha, bitch, I'm in the bathroom. You can't. And then, and then she was, like, no, I'm anyway. doing it right now. Um, but she said toothbrush, so maybe someone was lying in the situation. Maybe she got scared. Um, I'm confused if you have, like, do you have one of those things that goes across the tub? So, because I'm like, how are you using your phone? Not too rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing with danger. No, I just, like, have it on the... On, like, the side. Yeah, or, like, I just keep, try to keep my hands dry, have the towel nearby, and we're just, oh like... Oh, God. I know, I have a couple of other ones in there from that night where I'm, like... Singing a little song. <laughs> the acoustics, I was feeling it. I was liking the sounds of, like, the dripping water. Oh, I was like, this is sacred time to me. Warm. And it was interrupted. And she absolutely came in. I think that's really funny that you were recording. Um, and, yeah, I think she's insane for, yeah. for her antics and coming in and out of the bathroom. But we all have it. Some people really think, like, it's fine if you're taking a shower. Okay, but the thing is, we had two bathrooms. But she was like, I have to come get my stuff right now. And that was where her stuff was. I guess. <laughs> okay, so what's another, like, horrible, not horrible, <laughs> funny roommate thing Bone that chilling. happened to you? Because <laughs> uh, you've been I've through been, some shit. I've had some interesting roommate stories. I don't know. I'm, like, trying to think of, like, a good one that's, like, even slightly relevant to that. I just, like, I think bathrooms are nasty, but I do clean mine a good amount. Actually, I feel so sad that I'm so excited that today... 
a new bath mat is arriving at my apartment for my bathroom. Because, not from Alfie. Uh, not from Alfie. Stop. <laughs> this is like literally an antimicrobial one from Target. Oh my God. Can I actually tell you a secret right now? Yes. That um, I might have to edit out of this for my own sake because I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to. I don't know if it's going to get me in trouble with okay. this, this person that we both know. That is allowed. Who's currently shopping for a show that they're working on. And they bought something from Alfie. No, they texted me. They're like, where did you work again? And I was like, you're so crazy. I was like, you fucking traitor. Don't buy from That's them. what I'm saying. You're obsessed with that. Whatever. I, her products are on every every show ever that has like cute Oh my lighting. God, really? Yes. Wow. So I recognize them all the time and I say, love you, queen. That's um, very mature of you. <laughs> I mean, she, I do think that I was fired from that occasion because a white lady came in and got mad at oh, me. Oh, wait, yeah. Can we give some context? So, Indigo used to, you say it, Indigo. I used to work at a home goods rug store, very fancy, very expensive in Greenpoint. Um, and I was a fan of the brand. I literally, like, cold emailed, like, if you guys are ever hiring, can I please work there? I love you guys. And she was like, sure. But she, like, not, is more good at like designing and like being like a rich white lady than actually training her Negro employee. Right. And so I. It's like, how do you like run a business and also like creative direct and like all of that? That's what I'm saying. And because it's like one of those storefronts that's only open on the weekends, which is honestly like a normal thing. I feel like there's a lot of like indie smaller brands who like have a storefront, but it's like very limited hours. Mm -hmm. It was very much set up where she was just kind of left me there and like, Bad, classic bad management. Trained me once, but, like, left me with hundreds of products and rugs that were not really organized in a way that I understood. Yeah. And then also we had, and we had, like, a wall of samples. So, like, people would come in and be like, I want to see that particular sample in a six by nine right now. And I'd be like, oh, like, we actually don't make that anymore. And that's just an example of what we could do if you want to do a custom rug. And that would make people so angry. Damn. They'd be like, why do you have that then? And I'm like, because it's an example of what we could do, but we can't have every rug we ever could make in the store. That doesn't make any sense. Right. And I, because I was fired, like, literally the immediate following week, um, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I wasn't the best employee, but I wasn't the worst. But I also know that, this white lady came in, and we had a little bit of a tense exchange. Mm. And I do think that she called Alfie. Oh, my <laughs> or God. Or she knew her. That's the other thing. Like oh, she, like they were friends. A lot of her, like, like rich mommy friends would come in and shop, and, like, that scared me. And, and I also knew because like, she didn't know me that well, she would be, like, like, there was one time I had to close the store to go to the bathroom. That was the other thing. It would just be me for, like, ele- like eight hours. Illegal. And then I would, if I had to pee, like, I would lock the door because I would be afraid someone would steal something. And so one time that happened and her friend dropped by and she was like, my friend said the store was closed. And I was like, I went to the bathroom and she was like, oh, okay. Um, so I think this woman maybe knew her and she's like, so what did she say? She like came in a similar thing or she just complained because she hated me. She came in, like started talking about sample things. I said, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Like we don't really have all of those rugs because that's just yeah. not how it works here. And then she, like, misunderstood me. I, I explained that several times, but she was, like, angry, and she also had, like, a little, like, angry daughter. Oh, so then I got a little bit tense back, and I was like, I don't, yes. just don't think you understand how it works. And she was like, oh, I don't? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, girl. Oh, and then no. she just, like, left, and I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't advocated go well. yourself. <laughs> Fuck the customer is always right. Literally. Um. Anyway, so that was an iconic moment. We're selling doormats. You're not the doormat. Okay. Literally, people were just mad. People, I think people in that area are mad. And then at the same time, it's like it is like rich. If you can come in the store and drop a thousand dollars in a rug, like you're probably oh, 
Uh, we're taking our business elsewhere, Rude. aka cold picnics. <laughs> this other <laughs> rug place I, I didn't go for me on to. I do love cold picnics. That's the thing. I do love rugs and home decor stuff. So it is honestly. So where is your bath mat coming from? That's the thing. It's literally from Target because my roommate. <laughs> we I we've been through a journey. My I know my roommates hate me because I'm so particular, but they're also no, they like don't. not clean. They love you. You're the queen of the castle. No, no, no not not Martha. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm like we might need to leave that. Okay, we're name dropping. <laughs> you realize this is gonna be public. Our third roommate, I feel like she <laughs> often thinks that I'm a bitch, Mindy. but that's okay. Like, I feel fine being the bitch roommate and CV's a nice roommate. Honestly, that's maybe fucked up, but I think that's okay. It is. Um, she, we, we bought, because I thought that this would save us from mold, this, like, wooden bath oh, hat, yeah. but it was, like, a cheap one, and it was really Like, the ones that are, like, lifted a little bit. I want exactly. one of those. Ours was, like, a cheap, shitty one, because CV. Not because they bought it, but I understand. It's fine. They bought a cheap one. And <laughs> not because they bought it. <laughs> cheap bitch. Sorry. Wait, when CB said bald headed bitch last night, <laughs> I could not stop laughing. And I was like, I don't want them to think that I'm laughing at the <laughs> No, it is it's a little bit funny because it's like, what was he doing? What was that guy doing? Um anyway, so we bought like a really bad one. I think we would have to buy a more expensive wooden one, but it was really hard to clean and it did get moldy. Anyway. Oh damn. So then Martha was, I, I, we had like a rubber mat for a period and then Martha was like, oh, I have another rug. We can use it. But it was like white and gray, mm-hmm. which if anyone knows about bath mats is that they get disgusting so fast. So yeah. the fact that it's white, it looks disgusting oh, and God. I hate it. So I'm literally, I was like, I'll just buy a cheap one that like hopefully will be anti-mold and then we'll figure it out from there. And it's like gold colored. Mm-hmm. So we have that, but yeah, I'm very into trying to make my living room and and my space is cute. I realized that I may be too into my living room because the other day I was like, my room is kind of like a dorm. Like, it's not like that cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, so how do y'all come to consensus on things? Is it, like, by vote because there's three of you? Not even. Because, like, when we first, like, had a couple meetings, like, Martha literally was like, I'm just going to put stuff up on the wall even if it's ugly. And you, if you don't like it, you can take it down. How did she take to the new piece that Mia made? That's she, in your living room. She didn't say anything. I mean, we told her we don't like that. We were like, we don't. We said it nicely. CV said it. Wait, what was there before? It was a Georgia O'Keeffe oh, yeah. Ikea print. Not even like one of the sexy ones. Was it framed? Yes. She found it in the trash. The full <laughs> thing in the trash. Which is fine. I don't, I'm not against that. I wasn't ashamed of anything. But the fact that she bought a huge, she found this huge print and just put it in the middle of our living room without asking is crazy. Damn. So then I was like, fine, if we're doing that. I'm going to do the exact same thing too. You did, but you took hers down. And you I put took hers down. I said, because we said we don't like that. And she was like, okay, well, you guys should replace it and not just have an empty wall. I don't believe in that also. But um, <laughs> then I did. I'm glad you're standing. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. We have antics and they're about decor. I'm like, our living room is okay. It needs to get to a better place. I think we need another chair. Ideally, we get a better coffee table, but you know. Who's funding that? If anyone wants to, contact me. But otherwise, it's just me. So I have to wait. I love it. Okay, so there's no really consensus when it comes to, like, group decision-making about what the place looks like. No. Other stuff we talk about as a group. If it's like, we need this, we need that. Do you talk about your sexual tension as roommates? Oh, my God. You need to get into this. Okay, a little bit more context. I don't remember if we talked about this already. And I got a show last night, and I sadly was late. And I missed the (laughs) opening bit, which was about... Um, Indigo and her roommate's sexual attention. So why don't you get into that a little bit? We just, I thought that would be funny. The show is called Hot TV. Like, okay. well, it's about being hot, but then there's, like, no general theme. What so was I, the, what happened to incognito mode? Why did, why did that die? I think we just wanted to have a different 
thing for like the new year but i love incognito mode it was my idea (laughs) maybe that's why (laughs) i love it too so wait so hot tv is just the new hot tv is just our newer show we're kind of playing it by ear um you know i think we can bounce around we can we can be super like here's hot tv what do you like that's hot blah blah or we can be like who who's hot (laughs) what's hot are you feeling hot right now? Oh, okay, I like feeling it. Feeling temperature towards anyone. So I immediately so said... The, the tension was sort of playing to the, the hot factor. To the hot factor. I said, let's talk about um, if, you know, moments of sexual tension and let the audience judge. Do they think this is weird? And I actually think that most people were uncomfortable at that <laughs> idea. And I think that's audience? a part of comedy, yeah. Like, my older brother was like, I feel like people do not did not really <gasps> want to think about whether or not you had sexual tension with your roommate. Oh I was God. like, why? That makes it even funnier that, that Ashley brought it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's why everyone's like. So what's an example of, like, one of the moments that, was it by applause that people decided? Well, yeah, so, like, we went through all of them, and then at the end, we were like, low, medium, high. So you made a little graphic. Um, I, so what are the moments? What was the first one? The first moment. Were there any bathroom ones? <laughs> There was no bathroom ones. Oh, my God. I literally wish, other than, yeah, them being like, uh, you take too long showers. <laughs> um, I think I'm unemployed, and that's really beautiful, but I take my showers during the day most of the time. Okay. And I'm like, you that's guys don't need to take a shower. But um, most of them are about, like, other roommate things, like Sevia has a car. Mm-hmm. So the first one was about how, joking but serious, um, when I asked for a ride, I'm wearing, like, a tight white T-shirt. Because <laughs> I really want them to be able to be a good listener. And I think oh this is going to help. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would have definitely um, clapped for the hot ometer on that one. Give us one more. Yeah, another one was... I'm like, what was another good one? Another good one involving me is that um, sometimes when I do use Nair... Within my pubic region, I show CV (laughs) (laughs) because I want someone to see it's COVID. No one's been seeing. So I was like, I think I did an amazing job and I need you to just take heed. And a lot of the times they love to see it. They want to see it. Oh my God. I remember when you first told me that pre-show and my jaw was on the fucking floor. (laughs) I was like, what? So I cannot believe you told that to me. crazy but they, it's so funny now i know why people are uncomfortable they were so scared for me to say that and for to represent the image i had a picture of nair and i had a picture of a brown shell oh, on the stage. <laughs> oh my god i can't no i remember when you told me that i was like wait do you nair the lips do you show the lips i mean i just flashed them the full thing you know why not yeah, it's just like skin it's just like an extension of like your torso basically. that's what i'm saying i'm like to me that is not it depends. I'm like, oh, I don't know how people feel, and I don't know how your listeners are going to feel about just looking at someone's coochie, but I'm like, that's not really that sexual. I feel me. like the top part isn't sexual. I feel like the hole is, and the lips, that's what I'm like. But for you to be narrowing there is, that's not what you do, right? Okay, whoa. <laughs> do <laughs> you narrow the lips? I, I, okay. I'm like, uh, uh, this is what that I was seems dangerous. I needed to bring this up on stage. I was like, I think you can use it without a chemical burn. I think you need to be careful. I think you need to test, but like, I think that you need to have a methodology. Most of the time I don't. Most of the time I also kind of seal it up with tissue or like a rag or something so that it doesn't go inside. Obviously, I don't think you should go inside. And I think, yeah, if you put on lips, you're asking for trouble. But, yeah, the top part is okay. I think sometimes you need to do both, which is, you know, some that goes against the easiness. I think you need, sometimes need a little little razor. What, what am I trying to say? A little trimmer. 
Oh, yeah. To kind of hit the crevices that are harder and more dangerous if you use a chemical on them. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I think just pulling down the top, especially if you have a more flat one like myself, <laughs> it's easier than you think. And I'm like, this isn't sexual. You're right. I need to experiment before summer's over. Why for not? For reason anymore. So That's so funny. Both of your brothers are the audience. You're talking about wearing your coochie. <laughs> That's so funny. Which, by the way, I had a conversation with your older brother and afterwards, and I was like, oh, my God, congratulations on your book. Like, I tried to get it, but it's sold out everywhere. <laughs> it's like, it's not. But, but it is at Greenlight where I tried to get it. Oh, yeah, because I, it doesn't seem like the copies are, like, I don't really understand how the books was working. It's at some store. My friend just sent me a picture. But, yeah, it's confusing. I was going to talk to him about that, and I think I'm seeing later today. I'm like, how do, where is it? I don't know, but What's I always happening? feel dumb when I'm talking to him, and that made me feel <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, no. I tried to get your book, but it's sold out everywhere. It's like. It's definitely. <laughs> He's a guy. Let me wish He's that like, was you're true. Lying. Actually, you don't want to support me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, please, and sign my copy. <laughs> I've been meaning to read it. Everyone, read um, Boys in the Void. Boys in the Void. Come on, Jirasim. Take a little book. It may, it may be sold out in your area. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's sold out. It's definitely sold out at the one bookstore that I tried to get it at. <laughs> um, very fun times. Okay, I feel like we might be coming to a close. Because the only reason is because I booked the studio for an hour. We were both very late because we were both stuck on the train. We were. And usually they don't care, but because I did meet the manager today, I'm like, no, we don't just step on anybody's toes today. Um, Okay, my closing cues are as follows Um, Every episode also has like a playlist attached to it. And I need some recos for based on what we chatted about today, um, what songs do you think should go on there? It could be songs about. Your roommate or, like, <laughs> songs that make you think of um, living with other people, songs that you like to listen to with your roommate, songs that you do karaoke with, or songs that you narrow your coochie to, whatever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay, immediately I'm starting with a song that me and my roommate both love, and it's Love Affair by Umi. I love that song. Such a good song. I'm like, is this a No, it's Umi. It's Umi, and... How did you discover that together, or, like... No, I think I... Is it about your love affair? It's about your affair. It's kind of building something up. I I think I put CV on a lot of times when we're in the car mm. because they do give me rides. I'm very grateful for every ride that I get, and I'm often on the ox. So mm. they like that song, and they listen to it a lot. I are Blasian queens. Literally, I put them onto an artist I know you, like Faye Webster as well, because <gasps> I played in their car, and they said, who is this? And oh I said, my God, you're addicted to me. Wait, are you going to her show? I'm not. I'm not going to any concerts. I'm, like, afraid to go to a concert. Is that fucked right. up? No, it's not. I That's understandable. I'm going, and I have a ticket, so. No, it sounds fun. I mean, I Mia is also going to her what? show. What? Okay. Not here, not here, but in Maine. So oh I'm jealous, God, because so I've, been, I've been listening to her music, so. When I posted that I got a ticket... Mia DM'd me and they were like, oh, or I'm, you know, I'm going, whatever. Yeah. I was like, you should come to the one in New York. She's like, no, fuck She was you. like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the main one's probably going to be cooler, honestly. No, you're right. I'm so excited to see her. She's, she's really cool. So I played a lot of songs. So wait, which Faye Webster song for the playlist then? Which one? The one that I personally have been listening to a lot right now Do you is... you like the new album? I like the new album. I've been, honestly, in the shower <laughs> listening to Stranger. Oh, love it's it. a good one. Love it. That, when, I, when I take a special shower is when no one is home and I have my speaker I in there. Shower. I'm singing. I'm kind of going off. 
I love. I recently listened to that in her the show. voice. I think I find myself off like most drawn to vo- vocalists who have very simple, sweet sounding voices, and yeah. the way she like even hiccups on the track. I'm like so freaking cute. I feel like we're not that many degrees of separation away from her. We're not. I know someone who's in her music video. Oh my god! Is that fucked up? It's not fucked up. And then that guy who keeps sliding to my DMs, even though he hasn't reached out in a while, Brand- Brandon. Yeah, he was in the music video too. Yeah, exactly. Brandon, I mean, hit me up. I haven't heard from you in a while. Brandon, come here. I I'm gonna talk about my greater theory that there's like three white people in Atlanta and they all know each other. Oh my god, that's true, another thing. True. There's a lot of black people there, obviously, but I feel like white people think they're on a pedestal because they're also from Atlanta. Like, yes, I know Zach Fox. Yeah, they're like sorry. Um, but anyway, so we have Stranger. We have a love affair. Give us one more. What is another thing that we? Like or that I've been listening. CV is heavily featured in this episode. They <laughs> should come on next. Ask CV if they use voice notes and they're like recording like some science. Like okay, no, that's a, notes. when we first became friends. They were like, God, why are you sending voice notes? Like they were no, they're anti voice. But now they've slowly turned them. because I'm literally like, oh, if you want to talk to me, you better press play. <laughs> Love it. Okay, let me think. Of, like, what is another good song that I'm like, uh, I really like. What's a song that you listen to to um, to do a little callback to our the earlier points of our conversation? What's a song that you listen to to like get you in the zone before you do a set? Um, I like to listen to rap. That's actually one thing in the line. I feel like that draws me from my roommates. Mm. CV definitely knows some popular rap, but doesn't really listen that much, and they won't admit that. But it's fine. Oh. I there's no way that my third roommate listens. to any rap i'm maybe goes again similar is like i know who little wayne is type b but like does not actually know oh my god <laughs> any songs awesome. and i really like this rapper she's like i don't know kind of new kind of i don't know her name is kin the man mm. and she has this song i think that's called every four every four I'm she also interested. has a song called freaky freestyle i really like um and i just i like her attitude i feel like you saying this um that rapper's gonna blow up because <laughs> i will never forget indigo told me about make the stallion it's true it was right after the big old freak music video came out she was like how do you not know about Megan the stallion and i was like what <laughs> and the rest is fucking history it's true it's and true. now she's um per the recording academy <laughs> she says She's an award winner, and I one of my biggest inspirations and role models in life. I mean, as well. So I wishing love her. the same for what was his name? Ken the man. Ken the man. Shout out to you. Listen. Oh my God, Indigo! Thank you so much for being on for coming thank you for all the way me. out here. So much fun chatting it up with you. Any parting words? Um, I' gonna say, don't be afraid to break the seal. <laughs> In using a voice note with someone you don't know that well. I think oh, it can bring you closer. I love it. You fucking get it. <laughs> We're influencing a generation here. I hope everyone uses voice notes. Okay, bye. bye.